Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. With more than 35 years combined industry experience, Alex Husner and Annie Holcomb have teamed up to connect the dots between inspiration and opportunity, seeking to find the one story, idea, strategy, or decision that led to their guests' big aha moment. Join them as they highlight the real stories behind the people and brands that have built vacation rentals into the $100 billion industry it is today. And now, it's time to get real and have some fun with your hosts, Alex and Annie. Welcome to another episode of Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm Annie. And we are so excited today. We've got another amazing guest. And I know we say that all the guests are amazing, but this is one that I think Annie and I are very excited to talk to. There's just a lot of great stories to unravel. Miss Julie Bird coming to us all the way from California, who is COO for Cabo Villas. Julie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to do this with you girls. Julie, I thought to get started, there's some people that might not know you. I think a lot of people do know you. Um, But if you would just take the opportunity to let us know about who Julie Bird is and maybe a little bit about Cabo Villas. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am the COO, as Alex said, of CaboVillas.com, and we specialize in private luxury villas in Los Cabos. Um, We also offer hotel accommodations and um, so the full vacation experience there, Um, not only just the vacation rentals, but we are also more of like a travel company. Um, the, The interesting thing about our company is that we don't actually do property management. We are a rental firm. So we handle the clients requests and we handle their stay and we do all of their on the ground concierge services. Um, but we don't actually handle the housekeeping and all the other items that go along with property management. They do have those property managers in Los Cabos to take care of the houses. I've been with the company for 20 years next week, um, walked into the doors selling them an ad um, from a local newspaper. I was taking a little break from the travel industry and met Don Hirschout and started working for him. And that's been 20 years. So we've had a fun career together. And um, I really love the destination of Los Cabos. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see where the company's going to go. Congratulations. That's a big milestone to hit yeah. for, any, for anybody in this industry. <laughs> 20 years. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, it's been a fun 20 years. That's for sure. We've seen a lot of differences and we've, you know, gone up and down with Los Cabos and how their sales go and how their occupancies go. Our company kind of just goes along with it. We have 30 employees here in the United States and we have about eight in Los Cabos to handle the clients when they get there for just this single destination of Los Cabos. So that kind of tells you a little bit about our volume. Wow, that's incredible. Now, Julia, I wasn't, I, I didn't know that you didn't do any property management boots on the ground down there. That's really interesting. So you are, you know, there's, I know there's the hybrid OT a PM uh, model, but there's some properties that you just totally book for that you don't do anything else with them. But then the ones that are a little bit more closely intertwined to your program, explain to me how that works. If you're, you're not doing the housekeeping, but you're setting up their stay and doing the concierge type things. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So the owners, they hire their own property managers. Our concierge do 
kind of moonlight as property managers. So they do handle some of the houses, um, the maintenance and the housekeeping and all of that. Um, we hold the property managers obviously accountable. If they don't take care of the houses, then we will go in and make sure that the houses are up to the par for our clients. We do inspections of the houses regularly. We do an inspection before the clients arrive. Liaison between the clients and the property manager to make sure that the housekeeper is there for the days that they need to be there and make sure that we can fulfill all the promises that we've made on behalf of the owner and the property manager. Gotcha. So the property managers that you have in market, are they individual owners or do you work with other companies? A little bit of both. We have, we have some that are professional companies and some that are individuals. And, you know, we will guide the owners on who to hire as a property manager so that we can have a really good working relationship because that's really, really important. And um, we've, you know, maintained those relationships with the outside property managers. So the professional ones and the individuals um, to make sure that they are, you know, taking care of our, of our houses. Interesting. Yeah. So what the, the way that I first heard about your company is actually kind of an interesting story. And I know I've shared this with you a little bit, but um, this is going back probably three years ago that one of my connections that was a mutual connection, Ed St. Ange from FlipDo, I remember he called me and he said, there's this company, Alex, that it's called Cabo Villas. And they're very similar to you and what Condo World has going on between, you know, doing booking their own properties and then booking for other properties. And they're they're trying to figure out what they want to do for a software solution. And I just think you ought to talk to them because they you guys are going to speak the same language. And I had the pleasure of talking to Don and Rick at that time. And we just had the greatest conversation that is like all the problems in the world we all related to <laughs> totally, you know, could just, you know, just explain in the terms that make the most sense to us how challenging it is to, to wear those different hats. But I think it's it's interesting what you've done there. And I think the collaboration side is, is really where the industry is going. And it just, it, it makes sense, right? I mean, you, you don't need to have all the inventory on your platform or under your program, but it does make sense to work with other like-minded properties that see the value in what Cabo Villas does and how you market and your wide net of guests. So it's, it's, it's a great model. And I think it's just, it's very interesting to hear more about it. So yeah. I mean, the, the one fun thing is that, you know, the, there's that one side of the property management and the private rentals, and then there's the other side of the hotel inventory and we work with all the local hotels. So it kind of gives us that nice blend where we can't find something for a client. Like right now we are completely sold out for New Year's week. I mean, it is everything is sold out in Cabo, but we can dig in and try to find like larger suites at hotels. The hotels find us as being a little, um, you know, their, their company that they work with that sells the larger units and the bigger suites because we cross sell um, from the resorts to the villas and from the villas back to the resorts. How do you guys, out of curiosity, just from not being a manager, but being more of the OTA, how are you guys reaching the guests or the, the clients that you are working with? Is it, is it a very boutique style marketing that you do? Or do you do traditional marketing through outside of just channels, you SEO website? Like, how are you doing that? Yeah, I mean, we used to, um, it's interesting that our founder, Don, it was really important to him to do these vacation guides. And they were these big, glossy, beautiful guides. And we had to produce them every year. And we had to get the owners on board because we charged them for their page. And we distributed like 100000 a year. Um, and so we would have them in, you know, specific. Still do them. I'm working on this year's edition right now. So. <laughs> You know what? We don't do it anymore. Um, we oh, stopped doing really? it last year, but no, it was, just last year. Wow. Just last year. It was, you know, it was his baby. 
it was the, when we looked at the production and we looked at the results that we got from it, I think that it was really good at building our business back when people kind of grabbed magazines. Mm -hmm. Um, I, we kept seeing that we weren't going through them and then we would find them in pinatas in Cabo. (laughs) (laughs) So we stopped doing it, but that was kind of the start of our outreach to guests in a different way besides just digitally. Um, we put a little bit more of those resources into SEO and traditional marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, but of course we are, members of the Los Cabos Tourism Board. We go to all of their functions. We, um, you know, we are a travel company and we work with the hotels. And so we will, you know, cross market with the hotels as well um, and try to just, it it is really interesting because a lot of our web traffic does come into our site looking for hotels. Um, But the majority of our business is private homes. So, you know, that is a marketing channel that we do use. Yeah. And I mean, really, that's kind of how Vacation Rentals has just exploded in the last couple of years that people might come in and they search for Myrtle Beach hotels, but then they start to see the condos and beach homes and they realize, God, you can get one condo for the price of, you you have to get multiple hotel rooms and it's so much better of a value and the experience that you get of being able to have that shared space is just incredible. I I, I love that you call yourself a travel company too. I mean, really, because that's what we all are. I mean, we're same thing, very involved with our local tours and boards and CVB and DMO. And that's what it is. I mean, it's not just what we are all selling at the end of the day. We are all, we're travel companies that we work within our own destinations and others, you know, to really just promoting travel as a whole. <laughs> so. Right, right. Yeah, and one of the things that, you know, is always high maintenance. It's, it's a hard thing to do. But one thing that really makes our company stand out is that we provide full detailed itineraries for clients. Yeah. I just recently came back from vacation. Um, I went down there to celebrate my 20 year anniversary and my 50th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I took 25 of my friends that, and a lot of them haven't been, and we, I invited their kids and we, we experienced destination the way that our guests do. And so I was able to, you know, really live what we do for a living. Right. And we yeah, did the camel rides and we did the dolphins and we went ATVing and they went fishing and then I yacht and had groceries delivered and had the chef come in and had in villa massages. And that is really what our company does so well is to be able to curate these itineraries that are very um, specific to what the clients are looking for. So that's a fun part of the job as well. Yeah. And that really gives that hands-on experience that I, I don't think that I haven't seen many companies, if any, that really do it as with as much gusto as your company does. I mean, that's definitely at the heart of what you do. How do you form those relationships with uh, the attractions and the different vendors that you work with? Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, we've been in Los Cabos for over 30 years, so we have really deep roots there. Um, Like one of the guides that we use, who's absolutely so amazing, his name is Oscar. He was best friends with Don, and he and Don used to go out to the Sea of Cortez and go scuba diving for a week on a liveaboard or, you know, take a Zodiac from La Paz to Loretto and camp along the way. I mean, they did these great adventures. And so Oscar's been a great resource for us. So when we have like really VIP clients that want to do something that's super unique, we send them out with Oscar and he creates some, you know, some incredible experience for them. But, you know, that's kind of how our roots started is Don went to des- the destination and he loved all the activities. Um, he was a, a, an adventure person and mm-hmm. he would go diving and s- snorkeling. And, you know, I mean, he was out there doing surf lessons to find a new surf 
instructor, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. All of those things that he loved, it was the heart of what he fell in love with in Los Cabos. So, you know, we've just been curating those relationships for so long. We have um, some incredible partners in the destination. Um, we have another gal, um, Julianne, who she owns the company that provides all of our concierge services. They aren't actually employees of ours, they're employees of hers. And she also owns a catering company. Um, and she's just an incredible partner we've been with for 15 years. And, you know, have, she's family to us. So do you guys, do you, is it a requirement that people like book services with you or can someone just come in and rent a unit outright? And if they want to take care of everything themselves, they just, can definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't, I mean, some of our houses um, will say that they won't allow outside caterers because they are worried about the liability of that or, you know, their, their kitchens not being well cared for. So some of our houses, some of our more luxury houses have specific caterers that they want to work with or their own team. Um, we will, you know, work with the owners if they have someone who cooks, like we have one luxury house that's 10 bedrooms and they have a staff of six and they're excellent cooks and the owners have trained them with a specific menu and they don't let outside caterers come in at all. And so we promote the property for that. They pay direct for that. It's not something, you know, all of these concierge services aren't something that we do to make money. We do it to provide service to our clients and to provide a really unique vacation experience so that when they are ready to go back, they want to come back to us. Um, So, you know, I mean, it is, we, we will work specifically with the houses on what their rules are. And if the clients just have their own, they want to do their own thing, they can totally do their own thing for most of our houses. So I would imagine given the location of Cabo to Los Angeles, you probably get some celebrity guests that have interesting requests. So like out of curiosity, like what is the weirdest request you've ever had? The weirdest request we ever had um, was to paint the front door because the artist did not like the color of the front door. Oh my gosh. Um, actually wanted it red. Not the front door. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, that same celebrity client we did um, and we did bring in trees for the backyard and um, oh my gosh. so we had to bring a big truck with these big huge trees because they couldn't be like they're going to grow really fast right. um, because <laughs> yeah. he wanted some more privacy. It was like oceanfront. So we had to like, yeah. I mean, yeah, wow. we did that. <laughs> that just shows the lengths that you guys will go to, to make your guests comfortable and, and make their experience what they're looking for. <laughs> That's crazy. We are oh, so blessed to have some of the, some of the clients that we've had. Is now the, well, I've got a couple questions first. What, what is your percentage of repeat guests? You know, vacation rental software. Can you get that number from your system? Yeah. Yeah, I can actually. And that's, it's funny because we were just talking about this. Uh, Annie and I just got back from the women's conference and I was asking someone and they asked me the same question back. And that's actually of all the things that can be hard to pull. That's one of the easier things to figure out, believe it or not. In what system is this? Uh, our own. So yeah, they, they built their own. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I will say that we give our clients a repeat client discount. So like basically if they've stayed with us before and they review the property, they get a membership to our Amigo Travel Club and that Amigo Travel Club will give them a 5% discount off of their next day. So what I can say is in the past, we've seen about 50% of our clients um, were Amigo Travel Club members. So we do know that that was a, a big membership percentage. But this year, so many brand new clients. I would say that probably cut it. I mean, because our business, yeah. is up. I mean, just this month alone, we're probably going to have a 40% increase in our um, in our arrivals wow. um, just this month. So yeah. it's pretty insane um, the amount of business we've had this year that it's brand new business. And yeah. that's because the rest of the world is, you know, not as open as Los Cabos or safe to travel to. Right. Is your business online or over the phone? All of the above. All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that percentage hasn't really changed. The online reservations haven't. Um, I think that I, w- I would have thought that we would get more call center percentages through COVID because people would want to ask more questions, but it's remained the same percentage of business that we get as online reservations versus call center. Has your numbers recovered back to, well, I said, I think everybody's numbers recovered. And so the 40% new, is that over 2019? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. So you- Actually, it's over our best December ever. Oh, okay. That's, That's what's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. And are most of your, are most of the people coming, are they U.S. or are you still get, I mean, again, kind of to COVID it's caused still some travel hiccups, but the vast majority of our, our American travelers. Yes. The vast yeah. majority are American travelers for yeah. sure. Um, although, you know, now that Canada kind of has less restrictions, we've seen some more business from Canada. Canadians mm-hmm. were dying to go to Cabo because that's a big um, yeah. destination for them. Yeah. I, w- I was just in Cabo earlier this year in March, and that was the first vacation we had gone on in, you know, the last probably what, 14 months or so. And it was wonderful. I, I love Cabo. That was where we went for our honeymoon. And I've been several, several times over the past decade. And it's, it's a wonderful destination. It's my favorite place in Mexico to go. Yeah. So, I mean, every- it's a foodie paradise. It's like, yeah. such food. I was just talking to a client yesterday because I found the perfect taco when I was there last time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. 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 It's such a cool place. Now, one thing that I'd like you to touch on a little bit more, I think your history of how you got started with Cabo Villas is really interesting. So you went in there to sell them newspapers. It was was like a little small, it was like a little, it was called the Times Publishing Group. It's like this small little free, it's not even a full newspaper. And I had left the travel industry. So I was working in traditional travel. So I worked for a company called Classic Vacations. And then I went to Happy Vacations. They're like wholesale companies um, for hotels. And it's kind of like hybrid of what we are right now um, is where my career came from. And then I left the industry and I was like, I just want to do something different and start working for a property manager locally here in Santa Cruz County. It was actually in Capitola that I was working as a property manager. And then I was like, God, this is a hard job. I was phone calls in the middle of the night. So I was like, I just need to take a little break from the travel business and vacation rental business. I don't know what I want to do. And started just selling ads for this little local newspaper just to fill my time and, and kind of get my bearings and figure out where I wanted to go and walked into, we were having a 41st Avenue special. It was like every business on 41st Avenue is going to have like a discount if they sign up this month. And so I just started cold calling every business on 41st and walked into Cabo Villas. And I was, it, it was our Sea and Sky Vacations back then, which is our parent name. And I was like, gosh, I've been in the travel industry for so long. I mean, by then I had already had a full career um, in the industry and uh, I'd never heard of this company. Like, who are you guys? And walked out of there with a job and I've worked here for 20 years. So um, awesome. you know, Don said, you have to start. I, don't, I know you have a lot of experience, but you have to start at the, at the, at the starting level. You have to work in reservations. I was like, yeah. okay, I'll do it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not? Why and I started seeing some things come through and I was like, um, do you want me to write the response to customer service complaints? I have a lot of experience. In that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm sure you then kind of use that as a pathway to and it was just kind of like ping pong all the different things that you could do that they probably didn't even realize they hired when they got you, but <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, um, and your family for sure. And you know, we lost John in 2019. Yeah. Um, he passed away from a tragic skiing accident and that was just such a shock. And then COVID happened and we've had to kind of, you know, maneuver this whole new world without him. And it's been a really interesting journey. And you know, we miss him every day. I'm grateful that I had that time or those few phone calls that we had a few years ago to talk to him. Cause like I said, he was just, he's one of those people that he 
is very entrepreneurial and had a great sense of the industry and had that collaborative mindset that you know knew there were creative ways to get things done and and just hearing about it again it's there's so many similarities to how we operate here at Condo World and it was you know our, our CEO just passed away a couple months ago as well um, and I, I had just talked to you Julie on the phone the Friday before Roy passed away which was crazy because we were talking about Dawn um, and the similarities there but. I think Don was very much to you, like how Roy was to me as a mentor over the years, which, you know, that's when you have a mentor like that, it's a game changer for your career. And yeah. I'm sure you've learned a lot over the years from him, but can you share some, some lessons maybe that Don has taught you over the years that you still have uh, put into place in your career today? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I used to walk into his office to, to kind of get some advice on a situation and he would just shoot out questions at me like <laughs> in every direction. And so, I, and it would kind of just jolt me at the beginning of our yeah. relationship. Yeah. And then, so I really took a lot of time to prepare myself for any possible question that he could <laughs> ask me before I walked into his office with a situation. And it really taught me to look at things from every perspective, to yeah. just like look at it from every every direction and try to find the path of least resistance, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Solution for everybody involved. And he was really had, he really had a, a gift of doing that and um, really giving you the tools to really research and really know everything from every direction, like not go in with any kind of half information. It's like, what are the facts? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really helpful to me in my career because I was a salesperson. So I'd be like, Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, one thing I did, I would tell him, and I think we taught each other this was that he was always worried about the worst case scenario. Yes. Yeah. Always, always worried about <laughs> oh, the yeah. worst case scenario. And I just kept on saying, all you're doing is putting it out there in the universe for it to happen. Right. Stop it. Oh, right. <laughs> I honestly, Julie, I swear you, you and Don and me and Roy are like the same people. I'm no kidding. But that's exactly how Roy was too. Even to just coming down to the questions, like every morning going in his office, I mean, he, he always had a million questions and they were always great questions, but he wasn't as focused on asking me the details on something. I mean, he'd ask the details, but he thought like I did that we both loved sharing big ideas, but that he would always have a different way of looking at it or come up with a different way to look at it to challenge me, I guess. <laughs> and it, it was a worthwhile experience for, for the 12 years that we had him here because, you know, you, I, I do find myself thinking differently in situations and thinking, you know, what would Roy say right now? Or what would he think? And I'm sure yeah, that happens to you at least on a daily or weekly basis mm-hmm. still even. He it does. But I'm going to tell you his best friend, Oscar, who I, told, who I talked about that is our tour guide. Yeah. He said to me at his, at his service, at his celebration of life, he said, I don't want you to always have to be like, what would Don do? Because yeah. you have good ideas too. And I'm just going to give you that bit of yeah. advice because honestly, yeah. it's like, there are things that happened during the COVID that Don would have never done that yeah. I had to do. Right. And it was, you know, it was like changing our cancellation policy. I mean, he never would have done that. It would right. have been a yeah. fight for weeks and weeks and weeks. And so I, I, I really appreciated that advice that I got from Oscar because I do think about what Don would do. And I think about all of the questions that he would ask me so yeah. that I can really question myself and have all of the information before I make a decision. Right. Um, yeah. And that, you know, I think that there has a lot, it's great that I can think that what he what he would do, but I can also yeah. do what I think is right. And, right, um, exactly. And, yeah, and, and I think and empowering you know, for me. 
for people like Don and Roy that were in the industry for so many years, you know, there, there's a lot of things that were put in place years ago that stayed in place for a long time, probably longer than they needed to. Right. And then unfortunately it takes sometimes a, a shift like that for changes to come into a company and, and some are, some are good. We've at condo world, uh, Roy's grandson, Ben is now president and he's doing an amazing job and he's, you know, put into place several different things that I don't think we would have thought of if it was just Roy running the ship. And, you know, Ben's an operator, has literally worked from the mailroom to reservations, to maintenance, to housekeeping. So he sees the the spectrum of what we do from a different lens than what Roy did. Roy never actually did reservations <laughs> or <laughs> maintenance. So, you know, it's, it's just a, a different shift in leadership. But I think ultimately it comes down to that foundation that was set in the early days is of the principles of being a good business. Right. And that's, that's where we all continue to grow. Well, um, actually Michelle, um, Dawn's uh, widow, mm-hmm. she was our CFO and she stepped into our CEO position. And I tell you, she is so fun to work with because she isn't as fearful. Um, she's, she's really, um, she's excited to do new things and mm-hmm. she's like, she really likes to have things simplified. And yeah. that to me is a lot of fun. I mean, we've changed since then, I mean, we've changed our cancellation policy. We've changed software systems. We now yeah. have pricing. Um, we're, everybody's working remote. Our office is totally different. There's so many different things. And it's really exciting. And I like having a, this female leadership team. I mean, we do still have Rick. But yeah. the rest of us are, um, you know, we are a women-run company for the most part. And it's really fun to have that change. Yeah. Um, really yeah. enjoying the, um, the different challenges that she brings. Because she also, um, she runs with ideas. It's like when her and I meet once a week and we have ideas and we, we brainstorm. It's like the next thing I know, Rick's asking me, Michelle wants me to put this thing together. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <it's getting> done. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really, yeah. really great. There was one of the themes last week at the women's conference was about, and actually somebody just put a quote up, but I was going to, it says, the more you seek the uncomfortable, the more, com- more you will become comfortable. And it sounds to me like, I don't know, I never met Don and I knew Roy on the periphery, but I've known Alex for several years. And there, there are so many similarities between you two. It's really fascinating, but they, the, both of those gentlemen prepared you for their, for them being gone, right. you know, whether you, you know, whether you knew it or not, they, they, the, the time was right. And that was just the way the universe worked out, but you were given all the tools and all the guidance and, and you were prepared. And so I know from Alex's standpoint, Roy is as proud as he can be of everything that she's doing. So I'm sure that Don is of you as well. Yeah. I, I go to bed at night knowing that he is. That's a good feeling. That's a really good feeling. Yeah. One of the things that you said to me that was interesting on our last call, Julie, um, with the, the properties that you work with that are on your more hybrid OTA model, as we like to call it, that are the hotels that you book for, you used to use uh, a connection. I don't know if it was through the GDS, but you used to get their rates digitally, right? Or electronic? No, we never got them digitally, electronically. Never digital. None okay. of our computer systems have ever been able to talk to an extra net. They, we've always wanted to. That's why we actually talked to Condo World was to figure out a way to get connected rates with the hotels because yeah. we were competing with the OTAs for so long and we were trying to manually. So we would get our rates from the hotels, our contract rates, and then they send us promotions. And yeah. so it would be like early booking bonuses, 20% off for travel dates of this and booking window of this. And so we would manually go in and update those rates. And we had a full-time person. That's all wow. she did. She updated the rates all the time. So yeah. when we did the conversion over to track, um, well, let me back up. 
we tried to keep up with the OTAs and all we saw was our business going down and down and down and yeah, yeah. business because you can't compete with the OTAs. Yeah. Just when you're trying to compete on price, you just can't because they have the technology that really is easy to use and um, and it doesn't talk to vacation rental software. So right. unless you're gonna, you know, really um, get two systems and make that, you know, a, a, a thing, um, then, you know, you've got to figure out a workaround. And so what we, what we've always tried to do is keep up with them, keep up with the rates and try to have the best price guarantee and all of that. And then when we were doing our conversion, uh, my team came to me and said, I cannot keep up with the rates and load the new system. Something has to give. So she said, let's just take all the rates offline. So we did, we took all of the rates off our website. We took all the availability off our website. We eliminated the ability for people to make real-time reservations. We told our agents that they have to price the properties differently, um, that we weren't going to be maintaining the rates in our system or stop sales. And immediately we started getting all of these requests for rates on our website. So instead of having the rates on there, we had a request rates, which we do now still. Um, and our business is tremendously up. Um, we're That's getting unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Every day yeah. we come in and we have so many requests, we can barely answer them all. I mean, yeah. we're really, uh, we had to buff up our team so that we can answer all these inquiries and they're now in our database and they're now, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good, it was a good move. And so now that we have the technology, um, finished, we're not going to go back. Yeah, not almost yeah, like you've yeah. created this like illusion for guests that <laughs> they don't know what the price is going to be. They would want to reach out to find out. You know, it's, it's the opposite of what it, <laughs> what we've all been working towards and trying to get rates synced and all the APIs and everything else. But um, I mean, it just you know, it's it's doing what we do best, which is. Um, personalizing vacations yes. and yeah. helping people find the right vacation for them. I mean, yeah. these resort clients, they may request a resort that's in San Jose, all inclusive with a robust children's program and they're going on their honeymoon. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like, you yeah. don't yeah. want to be there. You want yeah. to help <laughs> you find yeah. the right property, even if it is just a hotel room or yeah. hotel room. You know, that guidance isn't out there um, on Expedia or Hotels.com. And, and that's definitely one of the challenges that, you know, you face, but it's also an opportunity the same way that we do that when you have a lot of inventory on your site, it, it makes it easier to go and, you know, play the big pay-per-click game, right? Like to really go for the big marketing approach. But at the same time, you've got so much on your site that you've got to be able to drill guests down in the correct rabbit hole to find what they're looking for. We just spent the last two days training with Doug Kennedy, which was awesome. We had him come in and work with our staff. And you know, that was always Roy's saying was, you know, don't take a guest on a tour of the Grand Strand. I mean, don't tell them about 20 different properties. Like you want to really ask those questions up front so that the options that you give them are within a close proximity of, of what they're interested in. So, you know, from a website standpoint, there's there's ways to do that. And I think your team obviously is very honed in on you know, helping guests and making sure they get the right options. But that's that's harder for an Expedia or Verbo or Airbnb to do besides just offering great filters. You know, that's that's one way that we all have an advantage is to be able to offer that personal touch and concierge. Yeah. So um, given everything that you've been through and your experience, what do you see as the biggest opportunity that lies ahead going into 2022 for you and Cabo Villas? Well, I would say at the biggest opportunity right now, we just went with 
beyond pricing. We've just changed over to dynamic pricing and we're seeing really, really great success with it. Um, you know, we have a mix in our inventory where some of our properties are exclusive to us. Some properties we share inventory with other property managers um, and some we share the inventory with the owners who do their own thing as well. Um, we do require rate parity and we do require that we hold the calendar because we take online reservations, obviously. Um, but the great opportunity for us is to move a lot of those on exclusives and exclusivity because we're only offering that pricing obviously to the exclusive properties um, and we're seeing the ADR go up so tremendously I mean it's really um, taken hold and I think that that's a really good opportunity for us to be able to grow our inventory and you know now that we've got this new technology in who knows where else you might see a Cabo Villas in a different destination someday yeah. mm-hmm. oh that's exciting I love yeah. that <laughs> oh my gosh that's like I've been I, I was begging Dawn for this for so many years so you know we needed to get the technology we were on B12 and it was good and it had its I mean the B12 had a really great activities module right. um, it was the one thing I'm missing at track but um, we got another company that I happen to know this um, this other travel person like me. He's a specialist in Greece, and he does um, he does the same thing that we do in Greece, really. And I met him through Wendy Perrin and Condé Nast Traveler, and he created a software, and um, we were able to write a connection between the two software so that we can use his activity software with track and they talk to each other in a really easy way. So when we book the activities, the full itinerary um, in the trip around system, as soon as we confirm it, it feeds it into track so that we have the accounting all in one system. That's really the reason why we didn't want to invest in two separate systems for the resorts is because you want to keep your accounting one. Oh yeah. It's really complicated if you don't. Um, And so we were able to, you know, do that. So now that we have this technology that's really set up well, we can, grow. I mean, um, yeah, Michelle decided to like talk about it, think about yeah. it, figure out where we want to go next. Whereas, you know, it's one of those other new things that having this kind of fresh blood with Michelle being our CEO, we can, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah. yeah. That's really, that's really exciting. I think that that's, you've done so many wonderful things in such and a relatively short amount of time, considering just again, sky's the limit for you guys and it's exciting. And so I will be happy to welcome you to the States or where other, whatever market you, you end up in. I think there's a lot of opportunity for you to grow. I think you don't have to worry too much about the states because we probably will stay with a tropical kind of. Right. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. like, we have to kind of be able to talk to the same clients. So, you know, when Cabo sold out, people say, Cabo sold out, but we have this. Right. right. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of, you know, we have, we had our feet wet in Loretto and La Paz. And when I kind of get my feet wet in those different areas, we've got this new property that we're developing um, or one of our owners is developing out by the Four Seasons and Coast to Palms. It's like out by the East Cape of Los Cabos. You fly in the same airport, but it's a completely different vacation experience. And so we're excited to expand out to that area. Yeah. It's a great growth strategy to do that. And uh, you're approaching it from the right mindset that it's like you leverage that inventory to you know get guests that you might not have Got, been able to get before and also offer your guests if you don't have what they're looking for an alternative right because you obviously deliver on the experience to a very high level that if they if you don't have anything for them in Cabo but there's something in another part of Mexico they want to know when they book there that they're going to have that similar experience to what they're uh-huh accustomed to when they go to Cabo. And that's the same way that we've built our out-of-market partnerships and the panhandle where Annie is and Gatlinburg and these other areas. And, and 
we're going to have your properties back on our site at some point here soon. (laughs) Once we got our integration with track finalized, but it's, you know, I I think there's a lot of opportunity in our industry for more of those collaborative type partnerships, because we can either all give our money to Airbnb and VRBO, or we can try and harness it ourselves and and grow our own brands, you know, within those efforts. And it's it's nice to see you guys are taking the ladder there. <laughs> Definitely. We want to wrap up with uh, a couple of questions. Yeah. So, um, so Julie, we talked about this when we kind of did our pre-call with you. We like to throw questions out. What is something for you is your biggest, um, you know, one of the greatest accomplishments, either professionally or personally, that it's a guiding force for you? Well, I'll tell you, I mean, up until this last year, I thought I had a lot of those guiding forces, right? That the big accomplishments, but nothing was as big as doing as, as going through this uh, COVID going through the massive increase in business at the same time of changing software and everything that we did this year was, I mean, we, we were working on short staff because, you know, we, we were switching systems. So we didn't want to do a whole bunch of hiring and we were getting more inquiries than we'd ever had in the history of our company. We were having greater success in sales that we'd ever had in the history of our company. And we were changing software systems. I mean, that is a huge accomplishment this last year. I had to be creative. I had to pivot when I needed to um, and be able to have that flexibility to just make new decisions and change things and um, accept those changes. So I would say that 2021 was my biggest accomplishment (laughs) to get through this year and have this new technology um, implemented in our system. How long did the transition take to change software? Well, I mean, we started with the track conversion and then we were like, this was like at the end of 2020 and we were like, okay, we are getting a mass amount of business. We need to concentrate on that. And we don't want to take away from that by doing this off because we, so we kept kicking it down the curb. Okay. Well, we'll do it in six months or we'll do it. And so then finally we were like, okay, we have no more, we can't do it anymore because we've got the B12 end of life. Mm -hmm. Um, So we basically, we worked on it from January. Um, We went live in June um, with track. And then we went live in July with trip around, which is the software, which is the activity software. And then we went live with beyond just um, recently, two months ago. Um, And so we've been working on it all year. Yeah. It's like, you have to just kind of dive in, I think. And B12 giving that deadline to everybody probably was a good thing, right? (laughs) Because otherwise everybody would have stayed on it, but, and, you know, credits to track, they're a great group and their software is, is, you know, top of the line. So glad to hear that you're happy. I mean, that that's, that would be the worst story. If you said I've spent all this time this year and I hate my software (laughs) and we're going to have to do it again next year. And that happens, but I'm glad that it's been a good experience for you. Yeah. And just being able to instill confidence in my team that what we're doing and all these changes are um, for the better. And, you know, that was also difficult building our team and we were, you know, building up um, some higher level management positions so that we could restructure our corporate, you know, positions and um, kind of just get ourselves set up for the future. So that was, was a big accomplishment this year. So one other question for you, what, what is one memory that you wish you could relive over again? You know what? It's like, again, 2021, man, it's been a big <laughs> year for me. I just got back from this dream vacation um, oh, with yeah. my team. I mean, with my friends and it was like, my friends went, we had 25 of us and we stayed in, we stayed in three different villas. So we did one 
villa for three nights and then we moved over to two different villas for five nights. There was 25 of us. We did all of the activities. We really lived what we do for a living. And it was just such an incredible experience. This group of people that I brought together, they bonded in a new way. I mean, not all of them knew each other or were really yeah. close friends, yeah. um, you know, but we, we've spent a lot of time and we had, we, we created some deep connections, new deep connections. And um, we got to see Los Cabos. And then we had this, I mean, I don't know if you saw the blog post about my birthday party, but (laughs) what they do down there, I mean, there was, there was flamenco dancers and fire dancers and mariachi and fireworks (laughs) and delicious food and a dance floor with Cabo Julie on it. I mean, it was (laughs) Cabo Julie. I love that. (laughs) I'm sure that's what they call you down there. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, you have to call me on Instagram, have some fun. (laughs) I love that. I love that. What a great memory. And I'm glad that you you had a great year, despite this being a crazy year for everybody too. So yeah, it was a well-deserved vacation. We were down there for two weeks and it's just, I Uh I want to hold on to it forever. They all want to go back for my next birthday. I was like, when I turn 60, yeah, (laughs) 30 year anniversary at the company. And then I can do another trip for 25 people because it was like back in my roots of like, planning these itineraries sure, because yeah. that's where I started, right? Yeah. I'm a little rusty. Uh, yeah. But it yeah. turned out perfect. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's probably only a birthday you really want to have once every decade because it sounds yeah. like it's a pretty big blowout. So yes. You probably needed a vacation from your vacation when you got back from that. I actually didn't. It was it was oh, really good. good. I, I mean with the first week that we were there it was just my partner and myself and we were there for the VIP summit, the Los Cabos VIP summit. And so the tourism board took us out, wined us, wined and dined us. And it was just wonderful. We got to try some new food. That's where I found the best taco. And, um, and, you know, relax with my, with my, my guy. And then, then the whole group got there and it was great. I mean, we were pretty good together. That's great. That's great. That's great. Well, I think we're at the end. Just thank you so much, Julie, for taking some time out of your day to let us ask you questions and learn more about Cabo Villas. I've watched you guys for a couple of years, having worked with you a little bit and um, it's just amazing. And I'm so happy for you. You, you clearly are in an amazing place in your life professionally and personally and you're thriving. And and I think, again, one thing that we love about this industry is the passion of the people that are in it. And and it drives all of us every day to do the best that we can do. So thank you so much for being a guest on our show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so honored. I really follow both of you and just love everything that you do. And for this industry, it's really important and meaningful. So thank you guys for what you do. No, thank you so much. I'll just add one thing to it. You know, Annie and I have talked about, you know, quite a bit on this show, the power of connection through LinkedIn. And that's, you know, kind of how I first started hearing about you, you, Julie, I knew Don and Rick through the phone calls, but just watching you through there and seeing, you know, what your conversations on things, you just seemed like such an interesting person. So I'm glad that we connected that way. And for anybody else out there, you know, I think LinkedIn is such a wonderful tool to build your network. And, you know, like um, Greg Fisher said on our last episode, your network is your net worth, right? And at the end of the day, this is such a collaborative and it's a small industry, even though it's a big industry, but it's great to have people like you all the way on the West coast (laughs) that are experiencing such similar things to us here in Myrtle beach. It's unbelievable, but thank you again for being with us today. And we wish you nothing but the best of luck and for an amazing 2022. Thank you. You too. Awesome. Thanks everybody.